myself again But it's the only way you're ever gonna learn You look back and it's all in the past I'm dwelling on the thoughts I cannot say to you Good morning, welcome along to NUFC Matters with me, Steve Wraith. It is those were the days. And what season are you taking us back to today, George? 1966-67, Steve. Steve. Second Great. year after promotion. Great stuff, mate. Okay, over to you, George. Right. Um, as, as always with Newcastle United, there's as much happening off the field as there is on the field. And this is World Cup year, and by now everybody realises we're not going to get any World Cup games. And the public row, the row between the club and the council over that has now become quite nasty and very public. So it's all over the papers. They even have a TV debate where the leader of the council debates the issue with the, with the directors. Well, who do the directors send? But William McKeague, the well-known lawyer who's used to having courtroom battles, so he makes mincemeat of the council on television. Uh, but that doesn't satisfy the fans. The fans are still... Uh, angry that this this is allowed to fester, but also they now know that the council have intentions to try and persuade or force Newcastle into a, a new ground, which is a multi-purpose stadium and not just not just a football stadium, and that uh, they're only prepared to give the, the give Newcastle a five-year lease, which is absolute rubbish, and they want two directors on the on the board of directors of Newcastle United. Well, none of that goes down with well with Newcastle United, and I have to say, not not all of all of it goes down well with the fans. To some extent, Newcastle United calls the bluff, and they have got this land up at Sandy Lane, thirty-five acres, and so they submit plans for a brand new purpose-built ground out at Sandy Lane, and for the first time in this argument. The freemen who own the place, own the property, own the land anyway, have something to say about it. And all they say is, we would be disappointed to see Newcastle United move out of the city. And that's enough to kick the council up the backside and say, well, all right, um, let's sit down and, and, and have a talk about what we're going to do with this. And at long last, to start talking sensibly about how to redevelop St James's Park as a football ground. Um, they still get their own way in a sense. Uh, you know, the, 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 the ground rent uh, was, was up to about five times where it was beforehand. Uh, but, you know, Newcastle United were, were prepared to accept that and, and go forward. So, so we're now at least got a basis for moving forward. Um, but the, but the, the angst that leaves in the city and amongst supporters is uh, is to be uh, is there to be holding, especially once you start to go to the match, uh, the matches. So here we are, start of 66, 67. What's happening in the rest of the world? Well, as I usually do, uh, if you're interested in music, um, top uh, uh, top uh, four out, out of the top ten, Wild Thing by the Trogs, All or Nothing by the Small Faces. Sunshine Superman by Donovan and Eight Miles High by The Birds. Now, that's a completely different top 10 to what we've had so far because it's been a competition between The Beatles and The Stones and Elvis Presley up to now. Well, well, we've got some new music peeping in and that, that, that's quite, uh, uh, quite uh, good for, for everybody, I think. And in terms of films, uh, if you go to the cinema... Um, uh, 
you could go and see the Bible, Hawaii, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, The Sand Pebbles, The Man for All Seasons, Lieutenant uh, Robinson Crusoe, USN, The Russians Are Coming, Grand Prix, The Professionals, and Alfie. Quite a range in that 10. Uh, I've got to admit, most of them I've seen over the years, if not straight away. So so that's where we were in terms of, uh, of, of the wider world. And in terms of football, well, we, we set off with Joe Harvey really anxious about where the goals are coming from. And he's still chasing either Wynn Davis from Bolton or Alan Davis from Norwich City as, as his centre-forward. He likes those two centre-forwards. But he's struggling to persuade Wynn to come to Newcastle at this moment. Uh, but he doesn't let go. He keeps he keeps pursuing it. As he'll say as we go on, he eventually wins the battle. So we'll start the season and... and uh, uh, now that's 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 the um, that's the squad. Now I deliberately use that picture because it's taken out of the handbook of the supporters club, which uh, was now getting well developed, three thousand members by now, uh, and, and so I took that. And then there's 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 the official handbook, and uh, it uh, it was nice to see. And, and they they sometimes have parts to play. In terms of uh, playing, um, that's uh, some of the uh, Commentary about how they got where they were, you know, and um, I, I like the advert Henry Osborne uh, because when I started my my apprenticeship, um, if ever we wanted any little tools or a little toolbox, anything like, we used to go to Henry Osborne in a big market and buy them there, <laughs> and I thought that that memory brought brought back some happy memories for me. Uh, that picture, so so quite nice. Anyway, we we, we start with uh, with the football. And guess what, Steve? Three friendlies at the beginning of the season. Well, they're all um, right at the start of the season, yeah, George. Yeah. Um, the one against the uh, Danish team. I think there might be a programme there for this one. Um, I don't know. Alborg. Yes, that's it. Alborg. Uh, and and we, we seem to have a, a good relationship with these. And the, they always play this uh, uh, this challenge match and the Money's going to a medical charity, which uh, which is working in both countries, which is quite nice. Then there's two games against Carlisle, one at home. There's the first one, and one away. Uh, and uh, uh, we drew 1-1 with Alberg, 2-2 with Carlisle uh, at home. And then we, uh, would you believe, lose 4-2 to Carlisle at Brunton Park, which is not a good start for the season, in my opinion, but never mind. Uh, however, we get into the season proper, and my first proper match is is, is Aston Villa. There should be a, a program for Aston Villa, I think, Steve. Uh, and uh, we, uh, well, people on, I know from the Gallagher corner, we, nobody was terribly um, uh, thrilled that that would be our first game because we had a feeling it would be a difficult one. And can I just and, point out before you go into the game? Now, when I yeah. looked at this program. Are Villa being cheapskates here and using one programme for two games in a week? Because at yes. the bottom, it's got Sheffield Wednesday. No, no I think that's advertised the next game. Right, OK, because it's very unclear. Yes, are they saving money here and selling yeah. a programme for two games? No, no, that, that's advertised what's coming next, ah, I think. right, OK. Yeah. Um, so we go to Villa, and as uh, was predicted, it, it, it was... Uh, a difficult game, but lo and behold, we uh, we came out uh, with a draw, with a one-one draw with uh, um, Ron 
Gary scored our goal and, and Chatterley at the Villa Centre Ford scoring theirs and uh, 18,000 at the game. And, uh, you know, everybody's thinking, well, that's not a bad start. Um, our first uh, team for that uh, that match was Marshall, Craig, Clark, and, and it'll get familiar because uh, Harvey's very, very uh, loyal to the teams he picked. Uh, Clark, Burton, Thompson, Ailey, Robson, Kettleborough, McGarry, Hilly and Suddick. Uh, and that's going to be the team for a lot of this, this particular season. Uh, Villa haven't changed much since the previous year. Um, the only um, uh, big change for them was they'd got a new centre-forward called Tony Hately. Um, uh, what we call, a, in those days, a bustling centre-forward. A big, big bloke who, who could head the ball. Uh, but anyway, we came away with one with one one, and everybody thought, well, that's that's a better start than we than we hoped for. So the next uh, next game was uh, an, another away game. Um, I think the, the fixture chooses are always unkind in Newcastle. I think the first two games away from home, but never mind. Um, the next one's an away game at Sheffield United, and uh, so everybody thinks, well, is is there a possibility that that, that we get something out of this? And and of course we do. Uh, we, we get a 1-0 win with Ron McGarry scoring uh, a goal from the penalty spot for us. And uh, we uh, uh, we uh, have the same team out. You know, uh, uh, one change, left-back Clark was injured and Guthrie, Ronnie Guthrie came in. Uh, uh, but otherwise, it, it was the same team as played in the first match. Sheffield United had uh, um, one or two uh, up and coming stars who, who made their name much later on, but were, were quite dangerous. They sent a forward, forward big blonde lad called Alan Birchinall, who had a good career and uh, played for England a few times. And then uh, the midfielder, attacking midfielder called Alan Woodward, another big lad who, who used to make life uh, difficult for us. Um, and at centre forward, of course, they had their their old timer Mick Jones that they that, that, that they'd got from, from Leeds United. So so we're, 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 we've got two more uh, two more points into the, into the bag and, and everybody's thinking quite uh, uh, being feeling quite happy about three points after two games not happy so the next game we go home we we, we, we face Tottenham at home and everybody thinks well this is uh, this is going to be difficult well it was difficult Tottenham beat us 2 nil. Um, I remember being at this game and, and they, they could have uh, they could have made it a lot more than two. Um, and they scored. Uh, Nakai and Robertson scored for 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 Tottenham, um, and it was fairly straightforward for them. 30, 30, Thirty-five thousand seven hundred the game, which uh, shows that there was a little, after having a win and a draw away from home, there was a little bit of optimism in the crowd. Uh, so we got thirty, thirty-seven thousand in the in the in the crowd. Um, team, well. Uh, We've got the same team except that Ron Guthrie's now dropped out of left back, and George Dalton uh, comes into the team at left back. Uh, and and uh, uh, as, as you've known, uh, Steve George Dalton's a long-time friend of mine. We went to they played the same school teams and and played for the county together. So it was great for me to see George getting his chance in the first team. But otherwise, same team, uh, you know. Uh, Marshall, Craig, Dalton, Burton, Thompson, Monker, Robson, Kettleborough, Ron McGarry, Dave Hilly, and Alec and Suddick. 
I've got to say about Albert Keith Kettleborough rather. Um, when Harvey bought him and sold Stan Anderson, uh, people in the crowd, the sort of reaction was Keith who, uh, and 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 just Harvey justified it because Kettleborough really did keep up the season last season. He, he, he certainly inspired the team to to get enough points to stay in the division. Tottenham, uh, all all stars as usual. Pat Jennings in goal, who's well known. Um, Cyril Knowles at fullback. Alan Mullery, who became a manager. Terry Venables, of course, who became a, a man manager. Dave Mackay, who, who who took Derby to the uh, to the heights with Brian Clough, and uh, Alan Gilzean, a Scottish forward, who who caused England a lot of trouble. And Cliff Jones on the left wing from Wales, who who was a a real speed star. So we we, we get beat two 0 batter from Tottenham. And uh, although it's not a surprise, it's a disappointment to be to be losing our first uh, first game at, at at home. So we we look forward to the next one, which is uh, um, Sheffield United. And uh, well, we we we're hoping because Sheffield are in terms of where we are, and, uh, the forecasters, the pundits. Uh, Sheffield are about where we are so we're hoping at least to get something out of this one and we do, the, the team wins 1-0 with uh, an old, go old goal from uh, Wagstaff, one of, the, one of their defenders, it was actually um, panic more than anything because Ron McGarry was breathing down his neck and would have put it in anyway but Wagstaff took a swipe at it and well it just went the wrong way and for us, thank goodness, it went in the back of the net so we, we got a 1-0 win of Sheffield and and two solid points uh, to keep it going. Uh, the team's uh, almost back to where we started with Frank Clark now back at left back, uh, and uh, the rest is red. You know, um, Sudik Bennett, Gary Hilly, and Terry uh, uh, Tommy Knox on on the left wing, uh, which is which is where we we, we came in. Um, we're now um, Sheffield United. Um, uh, as I said, had Nick Jones and, and, and Alan Woodward and Birch and all in their in their uh, in their um, ranks, which uh, uh, kept them going for a while. The next game we we go to is um, an away game at Manchester United, and I think there should be a program for Manchester United, Steve. Yeah, um, it's uh, always going to be a tough game. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, teams even in the when we've not been playing well, have seemed to uh, relish the uh, the atmosphere and the and the uh, uh, the buzz from a big crowd because uh, uh, Manchester United uh, forty five thousand and forty five and a half thousand at the game, so that the um, there's quite an atmosphere at Old Trafford for this one, and lo and behold, um, we uh, we get we get. Uh, uh, a nil-nil at half-time and everybody's thinking, well, they've done well to get this far, nil-nil, let's hope it goes throughout the game, but, it, well, it doesn't. There's, uh, on about 60 minutes, in fact, exactly on 60 minutes, David Hurd scores, and then John Connolly scores, and then Dennis Law, who was there, the centre-forward scores, so it looked like we're on a, a thrashing. Uh, but um, you should never give up on Newcastle because... Uh, Immediately after Lowe scored, Ron McGarry scored a one for us. 
and then um, uh, David Craig scored one of his uh, uh, rare goals for, for Newcastle, they being a 3-2. So the last 10 minutes was really uh, ding-dong, uh, and, and they really had a go at this. It, they didn't get the point, they lost 3-2, um, but it was... Uh, it was an interesting game and, and showed sides of Newcastle's fight, uh, which was important. The team, well, you can guess it without me telling you, Marshall, Craig, Clark, Burton, Thompson, Ailey, Sutter, Kettleburg, McGarry, Hilly and Tommy Knox, um, as as the, uh, uh, as was before. Um, so we now go home to uh, um, a home game against West Bromwich Albion and uh, they're not doing too well this particular season so far. They're they're rattling around the, the below the middle like we are, um, so everybody thinks, well, we, well let's let's uh, see if we get a, um, something out of this game. Well, unfortunately, we didn't. West Brom were really on song uh, and beat us three one, twenty twenty four thousand seven hundred at the game. Um, Pop Robson scored our goal. Um, uh, the irony is within. Uh, Within uh, 12 minutes, we, we get a lead. But then um, West Brom come back with two goals from uh, Clark. And then just after half-time, um, Case scores. So to make it 3-1. And that's where it stayed till the end. Um, once it got to that, there didn't seem any prospect. And I remember being at the game, how disappointed people were, that we didn't seem as though we had the... Uh, the skill or the energy to, to to break our way into the into the game like we, we should have done. Um the downside, well, Jimmy Ailey got a bad injury and uh, Tommy Knox came on as substitute for Jimmy Ailey. Um the uh um West Brom team had had its characters. Of course at centre forward it had Jeff Astle who was the the new uh, centre forward who was knocking everybody about and scoring Scoring goals for nothing, with, particularly with his head, uh, and uh, um, a midfield attacking midfielder called Brown, who became a, an England international alongside um, uh, Astle. Uh, but a good, uh, a good. Uh, my feelings over the years, we, we've always seemed to have had some good football games with West Brom, uh, but uh, as on this occasion, not not always coming out on the right side, I'm afraid. Um, so we. Uh, we're then looking towards another home game. Uh, we've got Burnley at home, and Burnley come with uh, their usual uh, team, which is uh, filled full of Jories with uh, from from back to front. Um, so uh, our teams, as Red, Marshall, Craig, Clark, and etc. etc. Uh, Alan Suddick on the left wing now, and. Uh, um, Burnley, Blacklaw, Elder Miller, Smith, Harris, Todd, O'Neill, Lockhead, Irvin, Ralph Coates and Willie Morgan. Willie Morgan was someone that just bought from Manchester United. A very dangerous winger, could play on left or right um, and be very effective uh, left or right, which uh, which is one of the reasons it grinds me when I hear people saying about modern football, it's always oh, he's left footed, he's left this, he's oh god, I find that <laughs> oh, professional footballers uh, should be able to put that right, but never mind, that's my just all oh, my old fashioned ideas. Um, but in that team of Burnley, you've got Blacklaw, Miller, Smith, Todd, uh, Irvin, 
Ralph Coates, who's from Ashton, they're all northeasterners, either from north or south of the Tyne, from from as north to Ashton and south to, to, to Durham and Burtley and Chesley Street. Uh, they always have a smat run of, of northeasterners. It's a 1 1 draw. Uh, uh, Gordon Harris gives uh, Burnley a 1 0 lead at 20 minutes. And then uh, up pops Ron McGarry in 26 minutes to score the equaliser. Um, 25,400 at the game. Um, it was a good football game. That's my memory of it as, as, as being present. And uh, it was uh, um, one of those, it was a 1 1 draw, but it could have been 2 2 3 3 because the ball was bobbing around in the penalty area, hitting posts and bars and all sorts of things. But but a point at least was something because Burnley were Burnley were, were higher up in the league than we were, and, and, and there was some concern that we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't get anything out of the game. Um, so we we now um, have a, a League Cup match to to look forward to the second round of the League Cup. Well, anybody that's watched this series will know that we haven't done anything in the League Cup yet, and we haven't done anything since. To be honest, we never mind. Um, We've got Leeds United uh, away from home. Um, it's not going to be easy by any means, and, and certainly it wasn't. And we end up getting knocked out of the, the, the League Cup uh, 1-0 uh, by Leeds United with 18, only 18,000 at the game at, at Leeds. And the goal scorer, Alan Peacock, was their new a new centre-forward that they'd acquired uh, from Middlesbrough, of all places, but never mind. Um, uh, but the team had lots of notables in it. Um, Gary Sprake, who most people recognise that name. And Billy Bremner, from a personal point of view, I played against Billy Bremner as a schoolboy. I remember playing uh, for North of England against South of Scotland. He was directly opposite to me. He was outside right and I was left back. And the little blonde so-and-so gave me such a thousand that day, but never mind. Uh, Jack Charlton, of course. Uh, Norman Hunter. Um, people who know their football history knows the the, when you say Norman Hunter, the thing you see after that is baits your legs. Norman Hunter baits your legs. He he was he was ferocious tackler, Norman, and of course a jury, a, a, a Gateshead lad, Peter Rolmer, who was fantastic uh, winger, Paul Madeley, Alan Peacock, Johnny Giles, a very mercurial Irishman in midfield who could uh, uh, stand the ball on a sixpence, really clever player, and Albert Johansson, a South African winger. Um, Johnny Giles never made himself very popular in the northeast because he, 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 he was a, a hard tackler, but he, he also had a reputation of being a bit sneaky off the ball and that sort of thing. So anyway, we're out the league cup now. That's one one nil the leads again, uh, so again, again. Yes, uh, and uh, um, however, I detected uh, with my lot in the Gallagher corner that. Uh, in some ways, um, yes, they were disappointed. But in other ways, they could see what was coming. And uh, it may be that concentrating on the league was an important thing to do if we we're going to stay in the league. And just to have that affirmed, our next uh, league game was a, was away to Nottingham Forest. And uh, we lost 3-0. We got absolutely slaughtered by Nottingham Forest. 21,700 at the game. And the goals by Ian Story Moore and Joe Baker, the centre forward they got from from Arsenal, uh, and and they, they, as I say, they just uh, slaughtered us. The, the Forest team had its characters. Um, 
Bob McKinley, Peter Hendley, um, John Barnwell, who was a jury playing in midfield, Frank Wignall, big centre forward, and uh, Joe Baker, who played alongside Frank Wignall to, in their attack. The, the team we played was uh, um, as, as as red as I keep saying, Marshall Clark, Craig, Kettleborough, Thompson, Monica. This time we've got on the right wing a young lad called Alderson who Harvey bought uh, to try and um, produce better service in the, in the middle of the, of the attack for Bennett and McGarry. Um, so Alderson, Bennett, McGarry, Hilly and Sudik. Um, Ollie Burton came on as a substitute for Burton, uh, for, for um, sorry, for Bennett because he... He got injured, a bad ankle injury, which was one of his problems when he was with us. So, so a defeat which uh, sadly slips us the wrong end of the table. We're sliding down towards the bottom, but rather than crawling up towards the top. Uh, and the next game is uh, is a friendly. Would you believe? No, I, I did laugh when because people who watch the show regularly know George sends me the photographs and programs, etc. And I did chuckle when I saw this one. Is it Linfield? Linfield, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. A friendly football match. Well, um, Ulster week in Newcastle. Well, I'm sure the Irish centre must have liked that at the time. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, in the middle of a really tough uh, uh, um, season uh, to be having friendlies like this, I still question it, but never mind. Linkfield, because we've got a, a good tie with Linkfield, because Jackie Milburn by now is their player manager. Uh, and, uh, um, well, had been their player manager. He's he moved on by now. Um, so we, we had this uh, game against Linfield, which we uh, we managed to lose 1-0 <laughs> against Linfield. Uh, 18,000 at the game. And, uh, um, as I say, it it couldn't have done much for morale to lose one the Linfield just before we've got a an important uh, uh, league match, the home match against Fulham just to follow a few days later, and uh, um, so we we come to the home match against Fulham, uh, twenty twenty thousand four hundred at the game, and you can see the concern that's in the supporters by the size of the crowd at St James's. You can read, you can read where things are going when you look at the size of the crowd. Twenty thousand four hundred at the game, and uh, we uh, we show quite well against uh, Fulham, and and uh, but make a catastrophic, catastrophic error at the beginning, and allow Earl to score in the second minute, and it was a it was a oh. A schoolboy error by uh, Ollie Burton of all people, but uh, he he thought he was playing it back to uh, back to Gordon Marshall. Well, he played it straight to Earl's feet and bang into the back of the net. It went so we're, we're one nil down and and struggling and giving giving ourselves a, a mountain to climb. One nil at half time, and so uh, it remained until uh, Peter Noble, who was in the team by now, uh, standing in for. Um, uh, um, Keith Kettleborough um, and Peter Noble managed to get an equaliser on the 80th minute so uh, we, we got 1-1 one, one, but it, uh, it still made the last 10 minutes uh, nail-biting because uh, the, 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 the uh, result of losing this one would have been well, would have been in the bottom two already at this time of the season which would have been 
a disaster in, in many ways. Uh, in, in Fulham's team, well, uh, the usual characters, George Cohn, who played in the World Cup, um, uh, Bobby Earle, who who played for, for them, Graham Leggett, the Scottish international winger, Johnny Haynes across the, the long-term the midfield star, and uh, playing on the left wing, would you believe, uh, a man called Bobby Robson, who we, we came to know even much better <laughs> later on. So we got a 1-1, which at least... Uh, we're not slipping to the uh, into the bottom two, but uh, it, it, yeah, people are still nervous. There's no doubt about that. So um, we uh, we get rid of uh, Fulham. And guess what, Steve? We play hearts. We play hearts in a friendly match, <laughs> a challenge match. I mean, really and truly, um, we don't just do it once. We do it twice. The next one uh, is the inside of the program from the from the return game up in Edinburgh. I mean, it just beggars belief that we're struggling in the league and we're still faffing on with these with these friendlies. Uh, and uh, uh, I'm sure we're doing somebody a favour, and somebody thinks they're doing us a favour. But it was uh, it was uh, it just looks like a nightmare to me as it happens. Um, we uh, we lost we lost the home game. Guess we lost the home game, seven two. The hearts. I mean, what preparation for your league match? Lose to, and then we went. Uh, we went away to, uh, uh, um, and returned the fever up there. When when uh, we lost. We lost three two again. It's it, it just a disaster in the middle of a of a major program, as far as I'm concerned. So our next uh, real game, the league game, is is Everton, and after that shabozzle with Hearts, uh, everybody thinks, well, God, we're going to get a right pace in here when we go to Everton. Is there? This is no friendly. This is this is the real thing. However, uh, typical Newcastle when when you're not expecting them to do well, they they, they, they pull it out, and and we got a. A one-one draw at Goodison, um, and uh, uh, from the, the the reports I read, um, were well in the game. It was it was a good game. Um, Jimmy Gabriel scored for for Everton. Um, uh, in uh, sorry, Albert Bennett scored for us in the first half uh, on thirty-six minutes, and it looked like we we might hang on till the end, but on the eightieth minute. Everton equalised through Jimmy Gabriel, a Scottish midfielder and hard little character. Um, and uh, we came away with a 1-1. But that's a 1-1, that I must confess, that very few people on Tyneside thought we would get. Um, and uh, we uh, um, needed it. We needed it where we were in the league. Uh, and the team, well, Marshall, uh, now John Craggs getting a game at right back because David Craig's injured. Uh, Clark, Kettleborough, Monka, Eilie, Robson, Bennett, McGarry, Suddick, and Knox. Um, and uh, Everton side uh, has Ray Wilson, the England left back from the World Cup at left back. Um, Brian Lebourne at centre half. Colin Harvey, a, a, a northeast lad who was a good midfielder for them. And Alan Ball, also from the World Cup team, uh, playing for them now. He, they'd, they'd spent a lot of money buying him from, from Blackpool before the World Cup. And uh, um, 
a centre, unusual centre forward for Everton. Everton knows like big centre forwards, bust, what we call bustling centre forwards. Well, Alex Young, a Scottish centre forward, was there. They bought him from from Hearts, uh, and and he 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 did very well for Everton. Uh, but quite quite a, um, a different style of centre forward to what we're used to with 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 Everton. So we now go to. Uh, 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 to Arsenal, we got an away game against Arsenal, and uh, um, the fact that it's London and Arsenal is it, it means that people are um, a bit on tenterhooks about this one. They, they they're not sure what's going to come out of this one. Uh, well, they were right to be on tenterhooks because we lost uh, two nil uh, to Arsenal. Um, 25,000 at Highbury, which for them isn't a very big, big crowd. Um, and uh, um, we uh, have uh, one, uh, we're down 1 0 within three minutes, which which, which is uh, never good. And then by half an hour, we were 2 0 down. And that's the way it stayed right at the end of the game. Uh, the second half, um, uh, Newcastle tried, but they didn't bother Arsenal that much, really. Um, and uh, um, the, the 2-0 uh, result actually flattered us. Arsenal could have uh, gone a lot further ahead if, they, if they'd taken their chances. Especially as our goalkeeper, Gordon Marshall, was injured. And the goalkeeper ended up being Billy Thompson's the reserve centre-half. So Billy went in goal. Uh, uh, but did uh, very well for the last 20 minutes uh, to, to keep the score 2-0. Um, other than that, our team was was the same. Uh, Arsenal, the usual uh, line of uh, uh, personalities in the team, Ian Ewer um, it, uh, in the centre-back position, uh, Peter Storey, um, George Jordy Armstrong, the lad from heaven playing in the front line, Inside him was Frank McIntock, who became a well-known player and, and pundit and manager. And, of course, uh, on the other side, George Graham, who, who became a, uh, a very important manager for Arsenal and, uh, and other teams. So it, a 2-0 loss, not unsurprising to most people up here, but still a bit of a worry because we're now, we're now sliding the wrong way towards uh, the bottom of the league rather than the, than the top. Um, the next game is a home game against Manchester City, and uh, we always have decent games against Manchester City. They're not doing particularly well this year, so everybody's hoping that um, we might pick a point or two up with uh, with this game. And and they're right to hope because we do. We we beat Manchester City two nil, uh, and uh, um, Ron McGarry and Alan Sudik score the goals, um, but it's not till near the end. Nil-nil right up at the 80th minute. And then uh, Ron McGarry scores. And then Alex Sudek scores just before 90 minutes. So a 2 nil win against Manchester City. Uh, and everybody heaves a, high, see, heaves a sigh of relief because uh, it's now pushing up away from the, the bottom end where we've been bumping along a bit too closely for most of the season so far. Uh, our team... Well, major change was Gordon Marshall, as I mentioned, got injured at uh, Highbury, Highbury, and Dave Hollands came back into goal. We hadn't seen Dave for a while. Otherwise, the other, the other names are familiar. Uh, Craggs, Clark, Monka, Thompson, Ailey, Alderson, Bennett, McGarry, Sudick, and Knox. Um, 
and uh, to, uh, Manchester City's uh, uh, team, of course, had had its own personalities. Tony Brook at left back became quite a quite a famous uh, player. Um, on a personal note, that centre half was a lad called George Heslip, who was bought from Newcastle United uh, as a young man. Uh, in fact, he was bought while he was. Uh, in the juniors when I was there and I knew George Heslop quite well so it was great to see George getting a game at Manchester City and he, and he, he, he made a, a, an impressive stayed in that team for a long time on, on the right side of the midfield they had uh, Johnny Crossan who they bought from uh, from Roker Park from, from the Mackens uh, Bell who became a great England uh, midfielder and on the right left wing that day was Mike Summerby a, a, a a very piercy and, and uh, obstinate winger. Always a thorn in the side, Mike Summerby. Um, and uh, uh, he kept he kept everybody on their toes. So we're going away now to uh, uh, to Blackpool. And uh, with a 2 nil win, and Blackpool's... Well, Blackpool's actually bottom of the first division at this moment, so... Um, everybody thinks, well, this is two points in the bag, surely. Well, <laughs> we keep forgetting when you're Castle United and we're, we're built up to be, be disappointed. Blackpool beat us 6 6 0. I mean, <laughs> after a 2 0 win against Manchester City, we go to the bottom team and lose 6 0. Absolute thrashing. 21,200 at the match. And. Uh, well, Blackpool just uh, tore us apart. Um, uh, the, the, our team, Hollands, Crags, Clark, etc., was all the same that played against Manchester City. And the Blackpool team had it in uh, a young man whose uh, career was just starting called Emlyn Hughes, who became a famous England player and a famous Liverpool player. Um, uh, uh, Hugh Fisher, Jimmy Robson at centre-forward, Ray Charnley was the was the star player at the time, and Alan Skirton, who they'd bought from Manchester United. So six 0 Ray Charnley scored two, Ian Moyer scored two, Jimmy Robson and Alan Skirton, they, they all helped themselves to goals on a day which uh, Newcastle fans uh, clearly wanted to, to forget because not only is that win lifted uh, Blackpool off the bottom of the league. It's put us into the bottom three, which is uh, which is bad enough. Um, now, the next game we, we have is uh, is game against Sunderland, and uh, it's a home, and everybody thinks, "Well, come on, shake yourselves! Uh, surely you can produce something against where all neighbours were Derby neighbours, fifty-seven thousand six hundred at the match, and uh, we." Uh, Going at uh, thinking that we're going to get something out of this. Well, all we got out of this was a, was another thrashing, three nil, two nil by half time, and uh, about eightieth minute uh, it became three nil. George Mulhall, Neil Martin, and John O'Hare scored their goals, uh, but they really did give us a, a run around, uh, and our team was uh, the team we're used to by now, except that. Uh, uh, yeah, Dave Hollands is in goal because of Gordon Marshall's injury. John Kras, Clark Monker, Thompson, Ailey. Pop Robson's come back in on the right side of the uh, of the forward line. Ron McGarry, 
when Davis has just been bought from Bolton. As I said, Harvey chased and chased and chased. Well, eventually he got Win Davis for a, for a record fee of over eighty thousand, and that's that's the man there. Um, great character, but uh, he was the one Harvey wanted, and, and Joe stuck out till he did. But eventually, uh, paid eighty thousand for him. I, I gather when re- reading the stuff about the transfer, uh, there were what they call these days add-ons, which would have made it nearly a hundred thousand, I think. Uh, but eighty thousand. But on this day, he didn't didn't impact on the on the Mackhams at all. Dave Hilly and Alan Sudick completed our team. The Mackhams, well, very predictable. Uh, Jimmy Montgomery at goal. Cess Irwin, who again, schoolboy friend. Len Ashurst, Todd Kinnell, Harvey Hurd, O'Hare, Martin. And Jimmy Baxter, who was uh, that just got from Rangers, really talented midfielder. And George Mulhurl, the Scottish left winger. Um, a day, to, a day to forget is all I say. <laughs> it really was um, um, miserable in the Gallagher corner that day, I can assure you. Um, so we, we we get over that uh, debacle and off we go to an away game at Manchester City where I think there might be a programme for Manchester City. There is, yeah. And uh, um, having... Having had the series results we had, going to Manchester City, um, people weren't terribly confident. But, uh, however, it, it, it was always a place where we we always seemed to do reasonably well. We always gave a good account of ourselves, and sure enough, against Manchester City, we did. Uh, we came away with a with a one one draw, which wasn't really expected, uh, and uh, um, again another point to lift us. Uh, out of the bottom three and, and pushing up towards the middle of the of the, of the league. Um, our team was the same as I've been reading out, you know, um, Hollands, uh, 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 Craggs, Clark, Kettleborough, McGrath uh, now coming at centre-half, Ailey, uh, Robson, Bennett, Davis, Wynn Davis, Suddick, and an appearance by Jeff Allen, who, who's... Uh, Come back into our thoughts at the moment because his his son might well be playing for for the for the team today. Um, um, Manchester City, virtually the same team that played at St James's Park, uh, uh, with uh, Mike Summerby playing on, on the wing. I noticed in the chat somebody saying what a good player Mike Summerby was. Was a, a very dangerous winger. Um, didn't get to play for England as many times as some people thought, and that includes me. I've got to say. And Colin Bell, of course, who was, was a brilliant midfielder and played lots of times for England. So we get a 1-1, 26,000 at the, at, the, at the game. Uh, and as I say, that point's very important because we're, we're, we're stuck in the, uh, in the wrong end of the league, well and truly. And we go um, to a home game against Liverpool. Um, with fingers crossed, but that's all we can have is fingers crossed. I think there's two action pictures for this one, Steve. I thought that's what, what the game was, but I was waiting for you to tell us. So, yeah, uh, bet with us here they are. Yeah, and that's uh, I think that's Steve Highway with his big sideboards, uh, having a shot at, uh, at our goal and and uh, um, a good shot at the Gallagher corner, and Wynn Davis having a go, uh, climbing well above Tommy Smith. And Ron Yates in the in centre of the Liverpool defence. Um, typical win. I mean, always three foot higher than anybody else when he was heading the ball. Um, 
and uh, 30, 37,000 at the game. Um, but sadly, um, they couldn't inspire us to a win. We lost 2 0 to Liverpool with Ian St. John and, and, and Hunt scoring the goals. Um, and it was a typical Liverpool, the typical Liverpool team. Lawrence Lawler, Smith, Tommy Smith, Milne, Yates, Stevenson, Callahan, England winger, Hunt played in the World Cup, St. John, Scottish centre forward, uh, Strong, who they bought from Arsenal, and Peter Thompson on the left wing. Another um, schoolboy opponent of mine who I played against uh, uh, in the, for the county. Uh, our side was uh, as played in, in the last game um, with uh, Jeff Allen retaining his spot on the left side of the of the attack. Uh, but a new uh, player comes in. Uh, William uh, Ian McFall comes in to uh, 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 in the goal, having just brought him over from from Ireland and uh, uh, making his his debut in this match. Um, Win Davis playing, of course, as we've just seen in the picture. Um, a great, a good game to watch. Good, uh, good game of uh, football, and we did give them a game, but uh, sadly the result wasn't good because uh, that puts us uh, right firmly in in the bottom two of the of the division now, uh, and uh, it, it's uh, an uncomfort- uncomfortable place to be. So we're now off to uh, uh, an away game to West Ham. I think there could be a, a West Ham program there, Steve. Yeah, there is. Yeah, and uh, um, on the back of the performance against Liverpool, people think, well, we should be able to give West Ham a game because they weren't doing terribly well either, even though they had a uh, a classy team. Um, So we went with the hope of getting something. But, well, we, as usual, our hopes were dashed because we got beat 3-0. 31,000 at the bowling ground. And uh, um, it... uh, it's interesting that they, even those days they were caught in the bowling ground. I would have called it Upton Park, but never mind. That's that's just me being old-fashioned. Um, our team, same team, McFall, Craggs, Clark, uh, Burton, Bunker, Ailey, Robson, etc., etc., with Allen keeping his left-sided uh, attacking role. Um, West Ham, of course, um, littered with, with stars. Uh, Martin Peters, World Cup winner, eventually... Bobby Moore, uh, Peter Bradbrook, the boat from Chelsea for a lot of money. Ron Boyce, a dangerous uh, forward. Johnny Byrne, uh, the centre forward, very skillful. Jeff Hurst, the uh, hat trick uh, scorer in the World Cup. And John Sissons on the left side. So that was, that was a good West Ham team, but still disappointing to supporters at, at Newcastle that we didn't get anywhere near them. We, 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 really, we really did. Get well and truly get beat. So we're now getting anxious because we're, we're stuck. We're stuck near the, the the bottom two, and so we've got a home game against Sheffield Wednesday coming up. Now Sheffield Wednesday are, are like us; they bounce around the bottom of the league. We, we, we could they could do with a lift as well, uh, and uh, so we hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll get something out of this. Well, we we did. We we, we beat Sheffield Wednesday three one. 26,800 at the match. Um, and uh, people, I, I was quite surprised at that crowd because um, having had some really bad results and bumping around the bottom, people were expecting the crowds to die, but they didn't. They, they, they kept faith a little bit anyway. And our team was the same, you know, McFall, Craggs, Clark, etc. Uh, and Jeff Allen still holding his, his left-sided uh, 
in the attack. Um, and it was Shappy Wednesday, one or two characters, um, Springett, England goalkeeper, Peter Eustace, who I've mentioned before, very intelligent uh, midfielder, uh, Jim McCallyog for the first time that that, uh, that just brought into the team, a very uh, talented Scottish Scottish midfielder, um, Dave Ford, who who uh, they bought from us actually, and uh, um, uh, Wayne Ritchie was another mid midfielder they had who was very clever, um, but having uh, clever or not. Uh, we beat them 3-1 with Bennett, Robson, and Wynn Davis scoring goals and, and Richie scoring the goal for uh, for Sheffield Wednesday. Um, and we we went 2-0 just before half-time with Robson and Davies. Uh, Richie scored their goal right on half-time. And then just after half, just before the end rather, Albert Bennett made it 3-1. So we, we had a, a comfortable win, which... At least took us off the off the bottom two, so we're now heading away to uh, Southampton with a bit more confidence than we might have had. So I think this is Southampton program, Steve, and uh, yeah, and uh, um, we uh, we go to Southampton with the same team, Ian McFall, etc. All all uh, bolstered by that that victory at home against Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, and we go to Southampton home, we'll get something. Well, fortunately, we don't. We we, we get beat 2-0. Um, and 21,400 at the game at the Dell. And uh, um, Southampton had the, the, the list of characters. At fullback, David Webb, who they'd bought from Chelsea for a lot of money. Tony Knapp at centre-half, who, who was uh, a great character. Uh, Jimmy Melia, who they, they bought from Liverpool, who was on his uh, way down. Uh, John Sydenham and uh, Terry Payne on the on the uh, on the on the wings of, of the forward line, and Martin Chivers, a young centre forward, who was uh, starting to make a, a name for himself, and ended up making an even bigger name for himself at Tottenham Hotspur, of course. And also in that forward line was Ron Davis, the man who Joe Harvey tried to buy, uh, as well as Win Davis, but uh, he got Win instead, and, and I think. Uh, uh, we would all be pleased about that, those that were around at the time, anyway. Um, Melia and Davies scored their goals. Um, we, uh, uh, it was nil-nil at half-time, and everybody thought we might get a draw, but on the hour, Davies scored, and then 70 minutes, uh, uh, Melia scored, and, and, and we were 2-0, um, and now again, sitting very, very uncomfortably uh, near the bottom of the league. Uh, in fact, we're actually second bottom at, at this time. Um, so we go home to a home match against Chelsea. And uh, with trepidation, people go to this game because Chelsea's playing well and, and pundits are regarding them as one of the ones that might win the league. Uh, however, um, typical Newcastle, they pull their socks up and we get a 2-2 draw uh, with uh, 30, 32,500 at the game with uh, Wynn Davis and, and Pop Robson scoring the goals. Um, Wynn Davis gave us the lead just before half-time. And then right on half-time, uh, Tommy Baldwin, a, a jolly that played by Chelsea, scored an equaliser. And then just after half-time, Bobby Tamblin, another talented player they had, uh, made it 2-1. Uh, 
so it looked like uh, everybody thought, well, this is where we're going to lose this and get right into the bottom of the league. Well, just as the, uh, before final whistle, um, Pop Robson scored and, and made it 2-2. And you could hear the collector sigh of relief in the Gallagher corner when that ball went in. Those of, the, of us that were left, of course, because these are still in the days of the 10-minute corner flag, where 10 minutes before the end, the flag went down, and you could see people actively getting out, going home with a bus or whatever. Uh, well, all of those that went home would miss that goal, that's for sure. Anyway, 2-2, two, two, uh, and, and it gave us a it gave us a respite from, from being right, right on the bottom of the league. So, um, uh, and the Chelsea team, well... Uh, Bonetti was in goal, England cleared McCready, the defender for Scotland. Um, Charlie Cook, that bought from Aberdeen for a lot of money. Uh, John Hollands, whose who's, uh, son is now a uh, pundit on the, on the television. Uh, they bought Tony Hately from, uh, uh, from Aston Villa. Uh, Russ, Bobby, uh, sorry, Bobby Tamblin. Russ Tamblin was the actor, wasn't he? Uh, Bobby Tamblin uh, was, was the midfielder. And Tommy Baldwin, the left winger, who was. Uh, who was from the northeast, I think from Gateshead, actually, Stu. Um, yeah. and I think so. Um, so we, we get a 2 2 tour, 2 2 draw out of Chelsea, and, and uh, everybody thinks, well, wow, at least we're, we're out of the bottom two, which is which is uh, something. Um, so we uh, we now come to uh, another home game, uh, and it's uh, against Aston Villa, and everybody thinks, well. They give it, we give them a good game at their own place. Surely we could do the same up here. Well, we didn't. We lost 3-0. Absolutely hopeless we were. We weren't in the game at all. 25,400 at the game. And uh, they just uh, uh, sauntered to the victory. 1-0 at half-time through a Bradley goal. Scott and Chatterley in the, about on the hour scored the other two. 3-0. And we, it was a game we, I remember vividly. We weren't, we weren't even in it. It really was desperate uh, game to, uh, to to see. Uh, however, more importantly, um, we're now bumping hard on the on the bottom three now, and uh, our team hardly changed. McFall, Craig, Clark, Burton, Monker, Eilly, Suddick, Bennett, Davis, Pop Robson, and Jeff Allen, um, and yet uh, we 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 weren't even in the game. I mean. It, to say that we threatened them would have would have would have been great, but we didn't. We never even threatened them, uh, despite the power of Davis and others. And then um, it being the Christmas time that the games are uh, come thick and fast, so we've got another home game against Leeds United. I think they might be the program there. Yep, yeah, that's it. And uh, it's twenty uh, fourth of December, and. Uh, Leeds are about mid-table. So we're thinking, well, surely we can get a draw at home against Leeds United. Well, we can't, I'm afraid. We lose 2-1. Um, and we lose uh, 2-1. John Craggs uh, gives a lead just before half-time. A rare goal from John Craggs. Right back. Um, O'Grady equalised for them just on the stroke of half-time. Then Albert Johansson, the South African winger, um, Scored an incredible goal. I remember being there. He, he he just got the ball outside their penalty area, and flew down the left wing, uh, right to our penalty area, and from the edge of our penalty area, 
didn't even give Willie Willie McFall a chance. It just went bang into the back, back of the net. So really, really disappointing two one defeat. Twenty nine thousand one hundred at the at the game. Um, team, our team, same McFall, Craig Clark, etc. Ollie Burton back at uh, at the right side of defensive midfield got injured, and a young lad called Graham Win Stanley came on, who who uh, came from the juniors basically. Um, and who went on to have a great career, but not with Newcastle United. Um, and uh, uh, Leeds is a uh, team almost identical to the team we played in the league in the in the League Cup. Um, Sprague, Bell, Rainey, Hunter, Charlton, Bremner, Collins, uh, Bobby Collins, who who was uh, they bought from Everton, um, Johansson, uh, and he on the, the wing again on the opposite side. A young man called Eddie Gray, who became um, a really good player in the, in the first division and and uh, played for Leeds for a long time, P- featured very well in, when they started to play in Europe. A very tricky uh, left winger, Scots lad, um, but uh, we were getting no change out of Leeds. Two one, we we lost to that one. So because it's Christmas and and the uh, FA had this idea that they should. Uh, Go, uh, shouldn't make supporters travel very far over the holidays. So they sent us to Ellen Road to a, a return match with uh, with Leeds United. Um, and the date is 26th of December, which is my birthday. So uh, I'm on my knees praying that we're going to get something out of this match as a birthday present. Well, we did get something out of it. We got a, we got a, we got a, we got a five nil thrashing <laughs> of Leeds United. Um, and uh, um, it, it was really just uh, uh, the bits I've read about it and uh, and uh, talked to people at the Gallagher Corner the, the, the next game. They were just uh, absolutely depressed at what they saw. Um, Leeds scorers, Cooper, Lorimer too, Story and uh, Jack Charlton got a head out towards the end from a corner. So we're, we're really, really um, stuck now in the bottom two we're, we're in we're filling one of the relegation places so we're, we're now off on our travels again to uh, Tottenham Hotspur I think there's a Spurs program there yep that's it that's us and uh, we uh, have to say that the reality in life is, is that we nobody on Tyneside was expecting us to get much out of this game after the schmuzzle at Leeds well, they were right to to uh, be like that because we lost four uh, nil. Mackay Greaves, Jimmy Greaves, got two goals, and Terry Venables scored the fourth one. Um, and it could have been more, uh, is what I read about this game. The Tottenham really did give us the run around twenty seven thousand nine hundred at the match, and uh, um, but interestingly, uh, Joe Harvey still. Um, Sticking to um, his team selection. I mean, with this particular season that I'm talking about, we played, I think it's 46 games. We only used 26 players, which is unusual. Um, Marshall's back in goal now, though, uh, shifting Willie McFall over. And he's bought Dave Elliott from Sunderland to try and bolster the defence from midfield. He's bought John McNamee from Scotland to play at centre-back. Uh, and he's shifted Bob Monker to uh, the left side of defence. And the forward line is uh, Robson, Noble, Davis, Eilie, 
and Tommy Robson, who who is uh, Harvey's bought from Chelsea. Who Tommy Robson is another um, local lad, another Gateshead lad, as it happens. And uh, so that's our team uh, to go to Tottenham. Well, uh, as I say, four 0 they, they, they took us apart, uh, and uh, Tottenham team had all the uh, all the stars in that we that we know: Cyril, Pat Jennings, Cyril Knowles, Alan Mulry, Terry Venables. Uh, Alan Ginzine, Jimmy Greaves. Uh, they were a star-studded team and would eventually go on to do uh, star-studded things. Um, so we now, as I say, we really are stuck in the bottom two and, and, and uh, it's uncomfortable and, 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 and people are <laughs> miserable about it, as you can imagine. And because the next game, you want to get home and try and recoup things, but the fixtures aren't as friendly as that because they they immediately send us away to Burnley. I think there might be a Burnley program there, Steve. Yep. No. Um, I mean, uh, nobody had very high hopes about this one because we always always had a good game with Burnley, home or away, um, and uh, Burnley were doing a lot better than we were. They're about mid-table. It's not, not slightly above. But we were stuck, really stuck in the bottom two. And, uh, but lo and behold, typical Newcastle, when you don't expect it, it happens. And we beat Burnley 2-0 uh, at uh, Turf Moor. 17,300 at the game. And uh, Albert Bennett gives us a lead on 18 minutes. And then uh, on 67 minutes, Pop Robson seals the victory with it with 2-0. Uh, now, the unusual thing is that the... The Burnley team is, is almost identical to the one that played at St James's Park. One or two slight changes, uh, um, and again, mostly northern people. Uh, it, it, right full-back, they have a, a lad called Dave Merrington, who went on to be a, a manager stroke coach, and he, he coached our neighbours down the road for a little while, was manager of Southampton for a while. Um, and so, um, you know, we... we the 2 0 win at Burnley came as something of a of a real surprise. Uh, and our, our team, well, people will be able to s- recite this themselves. Mm-hmm. Marshall, Burton, Clark, Elliot, McNamee, McGrath, Robson, Bennett, Davis, Eilid, and Tommy Robson. So it uh, it could have been it could have been a disaster, and it wasn't. We 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 came away with a with a real a real sense of a, of, of uplift. And we came to a home game against Nottingham Forest. Now, that victory and the performance uh, at Burnley obviously cheered people up because um, they're now 30, nearly 38,000 at the next game against Nottingham Forest at home. And uh, so um, uh, with that sort of crowd behind them, we all hoped that Nottingham Forest would uh, um, would succumb to, uh, to it. I, I think there's a picture there, Steve. Don't know where it is. Is it the program? No, no, not for that one, mate. Full right. up next away. Right. Okay. Um, well, we we um, we did hope that uh, we'd uh, get something out of uh, out of that, um, and uh, um, well, we 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 didn't. We didn't. Um, it was a nil. Well, we did. We got a point. It was a nil nil. And uh, but that point was important because it, it kept us out of the bottom two, just just so um, that that was a relief 
for everybody. At least we were we weren't uh, hanging on. So we then went to an away game at Coventry City, and uh, we uh, um, Coventry were playing quite well. We're new to the division, um, had new facilities at Highfield Road, uh, 30, 35,500 at the at the game, and uh, so it, it, it was a slight trepidation. We went knowing how well Coventry were playing. Um, but lo and behold, Newcastle pulled the socks up for, for once and we, we got a 4-3 win. We beat Coventry City 4-3 with uh, a hat-trick from Wynn Davis. Uh, Pop Robson scored the fourth one for us. And their goals were scored by Gibson, Reese, and an own goal by John McNamee. Uh, so 4-3, 3-2 to them at half-time. Um, but we, we won 4-3. And uh, a nice surprise uh, for a change instead of uh, struggling uh, to get anything out of it. And our team now still fixed with uh, the newcomers of McNamee at centre-half, centre-back and Wynne Davis playing, etc. Um, the um, Coventry side had one or two characters in it. Uh, George Curtis at full-back was, became a, a well-known manager and, and player for a lot of times, um, a lot of years. Uh, Eddie Machen playing in the midfield was another uh, became another great um, uh, character in football, and another one who became even more uh, of a character, Bobby Gold, who became the manager of the of, of Wimbledon, of course, and the uh, um, the crazy gang as they called them when Bobby was the manager. Um, so it, it it was a good win. It, it, I mean, the fact that it was away was 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 something, but we uh, we. Uh, Came back with some points, which lifted her off uh, out the way from the bottom two. And next, we went to Fulham, where I think there's a, is a, um, um, a program. Yep, that's good. And uh, well, we full of hope after a win at Coventry. Well, well, that's a dangerous thing to be when you're a Newcastle supporter. Full of hope because I got beat five one of Fulham. What what a show muscle. Twenty one thousand one hundred at Craven Cottage, um, and it was uh, well. We made the mistake of scoring first, I think, because <laughs> we just upset Fulham. And we scored, and then they just went berserk and scored five uh, with uh, Clark scoring three, uh, and uh, Earl, Bobby Earl scoring, and Johnny Haynes. Uh, uh, Finishing off at, at five one, um, and uh, it it just was a mess. Uh, it's the only way I can describe it. The, the, we, apart from the early part of the game where we we scored a goal, um, after that it was difficult to, to to see two Newcastle players put two passes together. It was it was just awful, uh, and uh, uh, made life uh, very difficult because it shouldn't have us back down to the wrong end of the of the league our team um predictable uh harvey sticks to his guns the only one thing that did happen is that in the uh in the second half dave elliott got uh got injured and uh harvey stuck ron mcgarry in, in dave elliott's place and uh um they did reasonably well considering uh that but um five one at fulham wasn't gonna do us any good and as i say 
we're now back struggling at the wrong end at, uh, at, uh, at the bottom end of the table. So we go to a home game against Everton. And people are hoping, well, let's hope that they've got all of that out of their system. Well, they hadn't, because we got to be 3-0 off Everton. Um, 31,200 at the game. And our team, predictable, Gordon Marshall's back. Uh, he's slotted Ron Guthrie back in at, at full-back. And uh, he's jobbed John McGrath, brought Billy Thompson in the centre-half alongside John McNamee. And the forward line's very predictable. Uh, Pop Robson, Bennett, Davis, Hillian. Tommy Knox. Um, but we lose 3 0. We, we really, another game where we, went, we just weren't in it. Um, and I, I can remember being at, at the game with this one because I, I uh, uh, went because I, I'd heard that uh, Everton were playing a, a lad called O'Hara on the left wing, who I'd played against when we played in the juniors. And uh, uh, I was keen to see how he, how he performed. Well, he, they didn't play him actually. So but the game itself was was from a Newcastle point of view was just just awful. Um, Everton had the usual stars: Ray Wilson, Alan Ball, Colin Harvey, Jimmy Gabriel, Johnny Morrissey, uh, and Alex Young, this Scottish centre forward who was uh, tearing up uh, trees um, uh, for Everton after he came from Scotland. They scored three. Uh, Ball scored one. Morrissey scored one. And their substitute was a young man called Husband, Jimmy Husband, who played for Newcastle Boys and then went to Everton. And he managed to come home and score a goal against against us at St James's Park, which, uh, um, I mean, it, when the third goal went in, you could hear the groan. I'm sure you'd hear the groan from the Gallagher corner down in the Haymarket because it was so, so bad. And uh, we're now... Um, away to Nottingham Forest and uh, the fourth round of the FA Cup um, and we're, we're really do we want an FA Cup run? <laughs> uh, well we're not going to get one because Forest, Forest beat with 3-0 and that was the end of the FA Cup as well. 45,000 at the game, 900 and uh, um, our team, predictable Marshall, Burton, Clark Monka, McNamee Win Stanley, Pop Robson, Hilly, McGarry, Ailey, and Knox. Um, and uh, um, another game where we just we just weren't in it in a 3-0 will. 3-0 loss, rather. Frank Wignall, their centre forward, and John Barnwell, and Geordie, of course, Geordie's always scored against Newcastle. And Joe Baker, their centre forward, scored the goals, and uh, it really was uh no surprise because of the way we'd been playing that we that we got dumped out of the out of the FA Cup by Nottingham Forest, um, and uh, that was the fourth round. And we uh, um, we then go home to a game against Arsenal, which I know the Gallagher corner faced with some some tre trepidation. Um, it was. Uh, more with hope than, than 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 actual belief that we would get something out of this game. Well, as always, they always um, prove we're wrong, and we beat Arsenal two one. Um, Win Davis and Dave Hilly scored our goals, and we actually played like a team for the first time that season. In my opinion, we actually played like a team, uh, and and looked like a team. Um, and uh, there's no doubt that Arsenal felt. Uh, 
quite peeved at, at losing this one because they were starting to push for the top of the league, not rather than the bottom. Hilly and Davis scored for us in the first half, then George Graham scored for them just on the hour. So the last uh, 20 minutes was a bit of a um a bit of a um nail bite to put it to put it mildly. So there we go, and 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 that's a home uh, uh, a home game against Arsenal. But of course, our our next uh, game is uh, is an away game at Sunderland. I think there should be a program there. Yep, yeah. and uh, we uh, haven't got thrashed at home. Uh, the feelings were that uh, this wasn't going to be nice either. Um, well, we. Uh, um we uh ended up with a uh, a nil in a sorry a three nil sorry a nil nil uh draw which wasn't expected um and uh uh sorry it was the sorry three nil loss which was expected and uh which matched the three nil that they beat us at, at home 50 51,000 at the game at, at Roker park uh and they were just the by far the better team so we we we, we um, leave that derby match, which now sits us firmly in the bottom two, and our next match is against Manchester United at home, and nobody really expecting anything out of this one. Um, uh, but and there's George Best and Willie McFall in an action picture, Dennis Law in the background, and uh, um, they really give a go to this one and then we got a nil nil draw which was totally unexpected 39,000 just about at the game uh, and uh, I went to this remember going to this game because I wanted to see the likes of Best and Law and people who, who, who were outstanding at the time and uh, um, so we got a, a, a nil nil uh, at, uh, um, at at the end which was uh, great for us from from the league position. We're now uh, still bumping along the bottom three, but we're, at least we're out of the bottom two, uh, and uh, everybody's uh, looking a lot happier. So we get we get rid of Manchester United and and their and their stars. I mean, the team Manchester United team then was uh, Stepney, Bill Fuchs. Um, uh, Dave Sadler, Bobby Noble, Tony Dunn, John Aston. Paddy Crerand, Nobby Stiles, George Best, Bobby Charlton, and Dennis Law. Um, Paddy Crerand is somebody I, much later in my life, I got to know quite well. It is, uh, uh, and, and there's a story in there which I've got a, when I've got a bit more time, I'll tell you so. Um, uh, but anyway, um, Nil Nil was uh, was was uh, more than we'd hoped for. And we had a run of, of home games now. We, we've now got Blackpool at home. And uh, Blackpool uh, are sitting rock bottom, even though they beat us 6-0 away from home. But where everybody's wondering, well, well are they going to do it again? Well, they didn't. We beat them 2-1 with Pop Robson scoring both the goals. 30,500 at the game. And the, our team, uh, Marshall, Craig, Clark, Elliot, McNamee, Ailey, Bennett, Noble Davis, Hilly, Pop Robson. Uh, it, it, so so loyal to the people he picks. Uh, and uh, Blackpool got a, got a strong team in, except they have a, a debut for Blackpool, 
of a young man called Alan Suddick. Because the, the couple of days before this game, Joe Harvey decides to sell Alan Suddick for £60,000 to Blackpool. <laughs> and and he does that to buy other players to shore up the defence and, and this sort of thing. Um, uh, Joe Harvey's his own man. I mean, there were lots of rumours about the directors trying to interfere with transfers and team selection. Well, there was never any evidence of that because he used to do what he wanted to do. And that was one of the things he did. Alan Suddick was a big fan's favourite. And yet, two days before we play Blackpool, he's, he's, he's transferred to them and, and um, uh, people are thinking, well, what the hell is that about? Well, what it's about is, is, is Joe Harvey trying to balance the books, basically. He, he bought a lot of people uh, like McNamee and Elliot and uh, Wynn Davis and so on. So he's, he's now recruiting the funds, but uh, not a one which was uh, entirely um, popular with the, with the Gallagher corner, I'm sure you. So we're now now we're home to uh, uh, Stoke City, um, and uh, they're not doing too good. So everybody thinks, well, surely we'll this will help us a little bit. Well, it did. We beat Stoke three um, one, and uh, the star of the show was Peter Noble, who had his best game in my opinion for Newcastle United. Uh, scored two of the goals, and John McNamee got a, a header from a corner to score his first goal for Newcastle United. And Stoke were, were um, uh, had Harry Burroughs in the forward line scoring, and, and uh, he uh, um, was their uh, Harry Burroughs was long time player for Stoke, and and, and uh, uh, did well for Stoke. So we we now get a get a um, we're well not well away, but we're we're, we're about fourth bottom now. We're, we're certainly not second or third bottom. And we we away to Stoke, uh, to Stoke City. Next, we're away to Chelsea. There should be a Chelsea program, I think. Uh, um, and uh, so we now uh, go to Stamford Bridge, and uh, uh, twenty six thousand three hundred at the game. Uh, but Chelsea beat us two one. Tommy Baldwin and Bobby Tamblin scoring the goals. Peter Noble scoring ours. Uh, and uh, our team, very predictable. The same team has been playing most of the time. Their team, predictable also. Uh, Peter Bonetti, the England goalkeeper, was, uh, was was in their goal. And Ron Harris was their right fullback. Chopper Harris, he got the name of, because he, he, he was a fierce tackler. There were those that would argue <laughs> not a very clean tackler either. Chopper Harris was, was playing for them. Eddie McCready, um, uh, John Hollands, Tony Hately, Bobby Tamlin, and uh, Tommy Baldwin on, on the left wing. So a 2-1 loss at Chelsea, which I have to say most people on Tyneside didn't think that was uh, that was too bad in, in the circumstances. It didn't make my position much worse, but it, uh, it wasn't brilliant. So next we're off to Stoke. We've got another away game at Stoke. And having done well against Stoke, there's optimism on Tyneside that we might get something out of this game. Well, their optimism is uh, is well founded because we we beat them one 0 seventeen thousand eight hundred at the game. Pop Robson on forty one minutes scores the goal that matters, and uh, uh, although it was just one 0 Stoke or, or read about this game were never actually in the game. It was it was us. It it, it was one 0 It could have been two or three if we took the chances that we'd created, uh, and. Uh, um, 
most of those chances, by the way, were from knockdowns by Win Davis, who was putting it at people's feet and they just couldn't take advantage of it. So 1-0 at Stoke was huge, huge sigh of relief because uh, we're now um, firmly fourth bottom, not, not second or third bottom, we're fourth bottom. Uh, out of the out of the league, and we now go home to a uh, a game against Leicester City, where um, everybody thinks well they're not doing well either. Uh, that they'd uh, we'd get something, and we did. We we beat Leicester one nil. Um, Dave Hilly scores the goal, thirty five thousand one hundred eighty three at the match, um, and uh, it was a good game. I remember um, a lot of people going to see Gordon Banks uh, because of his. Heroics in the in the in the World Cup, and interestingly, on, on the right wing for for Leicester was a, a young man, Scots lad called Jackie Sinclair, who we were to get to know in a couple of seasons' time for his exploits in the in the Fairs Cup for us. Um, but that was that was Jackie Jackie Sinclair. So a good one nil home win against Leicester um, cements were away from the, the the bottom of the league at least, and. Uh, Next one is in the away game to Liverpool. Um, and uh, we... Uh, very few people think we're going to get anything out of this game. Uh, and they're right. We, we lose 3-1. Hunt scores two. Callaghan, the third one. And Wynn Davis scores our consolation just before the end. Um, 44,800 at the, at the game. Um, we lost 3-1, but by all accounts, a good game. The... the they didn't lie down and die. They they actually uh, give it a, give it a go and, and and try to get something out of it. But they unfortunately Liverpool were just just too good at the time, and were basically heading towards the championship, which is why they were so good. Um, next game is an away game at Sheffield Wednesday, um, and uh, it's uh, how can I say a one where. We should get something because they're no much better than us. They're hovering around us. But the trouble is, is that no one knows we 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 get our hopes built up only to be dashed down. Well, we didn't get dashed down this time. They went away and they got a nil-nil draw, twenty-five thousand at the game, uh, and the, the usual team went on our behalf with Marshall, Craig, Clark, Elliot, McNamee, Ailey, Bennett, Noble, Davis, Hilly, and Pop Robson. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday's team was was expected to had uh, Ron Springett at uh, in in goal, Don Mexon who became quite a quite a famous uh, manager, um, Jim McCallion was playing with them by then, David Ford who they got from us was in the forward line, uh, but we got a good nil nil and and it was uh, from what I can read about this game is it was one of those nil nils which was reasonably enjoyable because. Both teams had chances to make it a score of it, but they didn't. Um, but it still made it uh, exciting. So uh, we're now heading home to a, um, a home game against uh, West Ham United. And we're now at a stage where the other results haven't entirely gone for it. We need some wins to stay in this league. There's no doubt about it. So we play West Ham and... With their all star studded team, you're never sure what you're going to get. Well, we we beat them 1 0. Uh, and uh, the own goal came from Bobby Moore, of all people. Uh, but he was, I have to say, my memory is he was frightened into it by Wynn Davis. 
there was a there was a high ball, and it, he was either going to get it or Wynn Davis was going to get it, and he got it. But unfortunately, it went the wrong way, and it went into the bottom corner there, net instead of up the field. Um, so we got two points out of that game. It, very few people, I think, expected to get two points. Thirty-eight thousand eight hundred at the game, and uh, our team unchanged from the previous game. And with West Ham, as I say, their stars Bobby Moore, uh, Martin Peters, and left-sided midfield, a young man called Harry Redknapp makes an appearance. So did we? Roy, 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 Jeff Hurst, and Peter Brabrook, all stars at the time, uh, and. and for some time afterwards. So we now got another home game against Southampton. And everybody, but everybody's uh, um, wants uh, this to be um, a win. Uh, and this shows how anxious that we are. 43,000 at this game. Uh, clearly the Gallagher corner wants to cheer them on to get them home. Well, they did. 3-1 win, which is just what we needed with Davis, Robson and Noble scoring the goals, and Martin Chivers, their, their, their young gun centre-forward, who were soon shout at Spurs, getting their consolation. We're now away to Leicester City. I think there might be a programme there, Steve. Yep, and uh, hoping that we might get something at this one. Well, we didn't. We lost 4-2. Um, and uh, uh, they... they Frankly, Leicester played incredible football in this game. Uh, we scored uh, from, from Davis and Noble, but they scored with Sharkey getting two. Own goal from McNamee and uh, Michael Stringfellow scored their fourth one. Only 13,900 at the game at Leicester. Leicester weren't, uh, weren't a team that attracted big crowds in those days. Um, and their team was... Uh, like the team we just uh, played uh, at, at, our, at, our, at St James's Park with uh, um, uh, Jackie Sinclair on, on the right side of, of their attack. Our team, exactly as before, Gordon Marshall, etc. We're now going to uh, a away game at, at West Brom. And uh, we want... We want... Um, we want a point at least out of, out of this game. And uh, well, we didn't get a point, <laughs> we got beat 6 1, and everybody thought, Well, that's it, that's that's the end of that. Um, and uh, uh, Noble scored our consolation goal right at the end. Um, Fogo Brown got a hat trick, Williams and Clark for West Brom. Give us a real, a real uh, thousand. That's Jeff Astle, the, the, the West Brom center forward. Um, and uh, um, he's, uh, as I say, great centre forward, head of a ball. But of course, now people will know that he's part of the uh, move to look at how heading is, is it, it might impact on dementia. Um, and would you believe we've just, by the skin of our teeth, uh, saved ourselves from going down? But we'll go and play two friendlies. One at Bournemouth and one at Chelmsford City. I couldn't even find out why we played them ones, but 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 we did. Um, there's other um, other things, pictures on there. I'll talk about in a minute, Steve. The league we finished third from bottom. 
29 points, 21 points and 29 points, Blackpool and Villa, and we had 33. However, 36 points take you up nearly the middle of the league. Very close at that time. But more importantly for us, 30, 39 goals for in 42 games. I mean, you're not, you're not going to win many prizes with that sort of goal scoring. And a goal difference, which is the worst since 1930 on Newcastle United. I mean, just, just couldn't get any worse, could it? Um, and to uh, uh, finish off, the, the next pictures are, are... This is where the supporters club did were proud. They decided and went and asked the club, why didn't Jackie Milburn get a testimonial? And in the, uh, and it, they, they meant a, a blank wall. Nobody would answer. But eventually, um, Old McKeague told them, said, well, we couldn't give him a testimonial because it, we received a fee for him. Well, everybody thought that Jackie went on a free transfer to Linfield. Well, he didn't. They got £10,000 plus Jimmy Wilson, Linfield's little winger, who they thought was the next George Best. We accepted that for Jackie's transfer. So, the, so the, the club couldn't give him a testimonial. So the club, the supporters club, organised this testimonial for Jackie Milburn. And it was incredible, incredible. Two games. Uh, the first one was with old hands uh, playing um, at two 20-minute halves. And then a, a Jackie Milburn's 11 against the international 11. And look at the names. Pushkas. Uh, Bobby Charlton, George Easton, Alan Suddick, Nobby Stays, Jack Charlton, Paddy Crerand. Uh, I mean, just incredible. Um, uh, and 40, 46,000 at the game. And it was played in the most torrential rain. And that's the uh, the scrapbook room inside the programme. I, I, I only put that in because Ken McKenzie, the old journal writer, uh, put, put at the top. Can you put that back on, Steve, please? Jackie Milburn turned soccer fields into strips of golden memories. Well, I think that's a lovely tribute to Jackie Milburn by Ken McKenzie. Uh, and anybody that's uh, seen him play knows that that's true. Then that's Jackie in the treatment room with Alec Much, the physiotherapist, who I got to know quite well because of my injury. And, and uh, I spent a lot of time on that treatment table, I can tell you. Um, but Alex, uh, like others, couldn't help me, but he was obviously helping Jackie there. And then we move on. And then the same year, Jackie gets This Is Your Life with him and Andrews on, on the telly. And there's Jackie with his family uh, and, and some of his former teammates. And uh, with his, I'm not, poor, I'm not sure what poor Laura thinks is going to happen, <laughs> but she's looking terribly concerned there. And there's Jackie with his two cousins, Jackie Charlton and Bobby Charlton. Now, I'm reliably informed that, after, that after, in the green room after that, This Is Your Life, was probably the last time the two Charltons spoke to each other civilly because <laughs> they were, were, were almost all the time after that. And that's Jackie saying, even uh, saying, This Is Your Life. And there's a picture I like because two of my heroes, Kevin Keegan, Jackie Milburn, on the same picture, which is great. So... 66, 67, guys. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, but we just did it by the skin of our teeth, I can tell you. We did, and I've uh, just dug this up. Look at the faces on there with me. Oh, fantastic. 
fantastic. And there's Win Davy there, who we've been speaking about. Yeah, Albert Stubbins. Yeah, and have 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 will travels on there at the end. Vic 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 Keeble in the in the middle there. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, Albert. I think I've told you before, Steve. Albert Stubbins was a a school friend of my father-in-law, and whenever he was in the northeast, he used to come and see Jimmy the Joiner, as we called me father-in-law. Uh, and and he was always a very nice uh, man, Albert Stubbins. Yeah, that's fantastic, Steve. What a picture. He would, what but we picture. better go and get some lunch because we're going to do Match Day Live at 2 o'clock. We are indeed. <laughs> um, a big shout-out to uh, Blowhole, who finally launched their uh, brewery this week, Blowhole Brewery. You can find them on the internet. Uh, we'll be adding them to our advertising uh, slot in due course. Uh, but the Geordie Juice is out now. And uh, according to those who drink beer, it tastes very, very nice indeed. Uh, but I will play out with the ads. We will be back next uh, week with George again. And uh, I'll see you at 2 o'clock, George. Take care. Okay, see you, Steve. Take care, Thanks, mate. everybody. Big thank you to skipsandbins.com, telephone 0800 25 email inquiries at skipsandbins.com, website skipsandbins.com, easy contract, free and pay-as-you-go waste collection. Thanks to Darren Baldwin Funerals, independent funeral directors, you can find them at 304 Old Durham Road, Gateshead, telephone 0191 478 2730, email Darren at darrenbaldwinfunerals.co.uk, or go to the website darrenbaldwinfunerals.co.uk. Thanks to Garden of Healing Dispensary, CBD Hemp and Cannabinoid Specialists. You can find them at the gohd.com. And thanks to Three Property, who specialise in sourcing investment properties for their clients who are looking to invest in the Northeast. They offer a full in house service from sourcing the deals to managing the properties for you. They've done over 100 plus deals in the past 12 months for clients all over the UK. Give the guys a follow on Instagram, matty.patter underscore northeast property and phil.read underscore northeast property or email phil at 3property.co.uk if you're interested in getting a good property deal. Thanks also to Mr. Vicky's Sources. They are handmade in Cumbria. You can find them at mrvickies.co.uk or give them a call on 01768 210102. Thanks to Media Ops for all the help with the video technology side of things. And thanks to QTechShop.co.uk for makers of pool tables and snooker tables in Walls and Newcastle and the guys who run our website, NUFCMatters.com. If you want to subscribe to the channel, hit the NUFC Matters logo in the bottom right-hand corner and you can subscribe for free. Hit the thumb up underneath the video and to like it. It does us a big favour. And click share to share to your social media, such as Facebook, and Twitter. Maybe it's added to a Newcastle United group. And uh, you can also make a donation. Just hit the thanks button underneath if you're enjoying the content and you want to share something with me or the people on the channel. And you can also click join, which means that you uh, commit to maybe a monthly membership, or you can become a cult member. How do you do that? Well, you go to the website and ufcmatters.com and you search for membership. What do you get for your £25 one-off payment? You get a cup, a pen, a membership card, and a scarf, and entry into the monthly draw. We also have a smart code. There you go, the QR code there. If you put your smartphone over it, it'll take you straight to the website, and you can get involved in a cult membership pack today. 
We also give you something for nothing. If you subscribe to the show, then email john at nufcmatters.com and get your free car window sticker now. We also support the Food Bank on here, nufcfansfoodbank.co.uk is the match day bucket website. You just need to go there and you can make a virtual donation. Don't forget, during the season on match days, we're at the Dog and Parrot with Superman, pre-match and post-match. And we're at Pumphreys, John Anderson and John Gibson, pre-match only. Also got the takeover anniversary party coming up at the Irish Centre. Tickets are £2 on the door and uh, you can get your tickets for that from nufcmatters.com. And Supermac will be at the Terrace Club in Seton Delaville, Friday the 11th of November. Tickets are a tenner, table is £6.50, and you can get those tickets from 0191 237 0133.